Hello my fellow divers and welcome back to another episode of Crime Dive where we take a deep dive into crime. I'm your host Lexi, thank you so much for listening and watching. If you're new, welcome to the water, we're so happy to have you. If you're returning, welcome back to the water. We missed you and thank you for coming back to take another deep dive into crime with us. Today we have a new episode of my new series, Weekly Review. Now, don't be mad but I actually decided to change the name. So now instead of weekly review, I'm going to call it This Just In. I don't know why I just like that one a little bit better. I feel like it just rolls off the tongue. So that is what we are going to call it now. I'll make sure I change the name of it on my channel so that way you're not confused. On this week's episode of This Just In, we talk about escaped convict Danilo Cavalcante. I know you guys have been hearing about this case. It's honestly insane. But with that, let's get right into the case. 34 year old Danilo Cavacante escaped from the Chester County prison in Pennsylvania on Thursday, August 31st. Just two weeks before on August 16th, he was convicted of first degree murder in the killing of his ex-girlfriend, Deborah Brandau. He stabbed her 38 times in front of her two children back in 2021. And her children were only four and seven at the time. He even threatened to hurt them too. So this guy is a monster. He is a monster. Now apparently he killed his ex-girlfriend because she may have known too much about a murder that he potentially committed back in 2017 in Brazil, which is where he's from. Calvacante ended up being sentenced to life without parole. So the fact that he was going to spend the rest of his life in prison just goes to show how desperate he could potentially be now that he's escaped. Y'all, I literally checked for updates of this case before I started recording. Would you believe that as I'm editing the video, I get an alert on the TV that Cavalcante was captured. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm literally trying to be proactive and it didn't even matter. So that's great. So a few parts of this video might not make a lot of sense. Everything is still accurate. I've had to edit out a few parts of this video just so it can be current. So just mind your business. I'm gonna make sure I weave in some current things now that he has been caught. Let's just, let's just, yeah, let's just get into it. So let's talk about Cavalcante's escape a little bit. That day, August 31st at 8.51 a.m. at the Chester County Prison, Cavalcante can be seen on surveillance walking towards a door outside. He was actually outside during recreation time. You can see Cavalcante looking around a few times before using his arms and legs to walk up a wall. It's actually pretty crazy to watch how he was able to manage walking up the wall pretty much backwards without slipping or falling. It's almost like he's practiced this before. Once Cavalcante got through the roof, he climbed all the way to the roof through a bunch of barbed wire and then eventually over another fence before finally escaping the prison. Now there was an officer in the observation tower at the time, but he claims that he never saw Cavalcante trying to escape. I mean, I feel like that's the definition of you literally had one job, but okay. Cavalcante wasn't reported missing until 9.35 a.m. after he failed to show up for room checks. This was almost an hour after he initially escaped, so he could have been at a lot of places by that point. And the public wasn't notified of his escape until around 10 a.m. Since Cavalcante has escaped, he has been spotted eight times. The first time he was spotted was on September 2nd. He was seen on surveillance around 1.43 a.m. near a residential area, which is pretty scary. The following day, police received a call from a man saying that he believed Cavalcante was in his home. But of course, when police got there, he had already left, but not before stealing some food from the home. It's pretty bold to just be going into people's houses, by the way, might I add? Like, that's just, that's actually crazy. He was spotted hours later that same night by a state trooper, and this state trooper actually ended up chasing him, and Cavalcante still got away. Like, how? How? 
How did you literally see him and he got away? On Monday, September 4th, Cavalcante was spotted on trail cameras on the property of Longwood Gardens, which is a local botanical garden that's actually pretty popular and frequented a lot by residents of Chester County. The night of Tuesday, September 5th, five days after Cavalcante initially escaped, he was spotted for a fourth time by another resident in a creek bed about two and a half miles away from Chester County Prison. So he didn't get very far I and mean, he's still in the vicinity. He's only a few minutes away. Of course, they called police, and once they got there, Cavalcante was already gone. Just this past Saturday on September 9th, it was found that Cavalcante had actually stolen a white Ford van and a green hoodie. He stole this van after the keys had actually been left in the seat, and he can be seen on surveillance wearing this green hoodie, and he looks completely different. All of his facial hair is gone, and his curly black hair is now in a black baseball cap. He stole this fan from Bailey's Dairy Farm, which is not too far from Longwood Gardens, where he was also spotted just a few days before. In the surveillance footage, he was wearing the green hoodie, green prison pants, and white shoes. That same night, he was reported having gone to a former co-worker's house in East Pikeland, which is about 40 minutes from the prison. Now, that surveillance footage of him with his new appearance is actually said to be from his old co-worker's ring doorbell camera. Now, he rings the doorbell, but his former co-worker wasn't there. He was actually out at dinner. So, Cavalcante delivers him a message asking him if they can meet up. Now, of course, his co-worker is not home, so by the time he gets home, he reviews his ring doorbell footage and he sees that Cavalcante had been at his home. So what does he do? He ends up calling the police. About 15 minutes later, Cavalcante goes to another co-worker's home who wasn't there. Now a nearby neighbor actually saw this and recognized him. So this neighbor decides to call their friend. They're like, uh-uh, I'm calling the police for you. And it was at this point that police were made aware that Cavalcante was driving a white Ford van. The van that had been reported stolen by the Bailey Dairy Farm. Once police found out that Cavalcante was in this area, they realized that he had breached their search perimeter, meaning that he got out of the area that they had been searching the whole time. Eventually, Cavalcante found out that police knew what type of car he was driving, so he ended up abandoning it in a rural field behind a barn in the East Nantmeal Township. Just this past Monday night, police received a call from a resident around 10 p.m. saying that somebody was in his garage and ended up stealing a rifle. And he believed that this person was Cavalcante. This resident ended up shooting at him, but doesn't appear that he was hit. I'm assuming there was no blood left at the scene. Last night around midnight, a burglar alarm was triggered at a residence in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. So police descended upon the area and they decided to search around. And they used a thermal camera and a helicopter to track a heat source that they believed was Cavalcante. Now, unfortunately, a big storm hit in Pennsylvania last night and they had to ground the aircraft because they couldn't fly safely. But they came back the following morning, which was this morning. Just before 8 a.m., police continued to track the heat source where they came across a sleeping Danello Calvacante. And of course, this was really the only way they could capture him because he's been missing for two weeks and it literally took him being unconscious for police to find him. But let me just mind my business on that. Eventually, they came up on Cavalcante and he woke up and immediately fled. Now, he had been sleeping on the rifle that he had stolen from someone's home just a few days ago, and he took the rifle with him as he ran. Now, what Cavalcante didn't know was that the area that he was in was surrounded. So, he ran, but he didn't get very far. Police dogs were released on Cavalcante, and at that point, he couldn't fight anymore, and he ended up surrendering, and he was taken into custody. Finally, after two weeks, the area of Chester County, Pennsylvania can relax. Luckily, no shots were fired and nobody was injured. He ended up just giving up 
pretty much without a fight after he ran and the dogs were released on him because there was pretty much nothing else he could do at that point. Now the guard in the observation tower who didn't see Calvacante escape has actually been fired after it was revealed that he had his phone on him in the tower, which is against the rules I'm assuming because if you're on it, you can't see if somebody's escaping. We don't know if he was on his phone when Calvacante escaped, but the fact that he even had his phone in there in the first place leads this to be a potential possibility and he broke the rules. Thank God Calvacante didn't hurt or injure or kill anybody else while he was on the run, but this could have been a very real possibility. And I wonder if the guard would have faced any type of charges had that happened. I'm just so glad that he's finally been captured and he's caught and now everybody can sleep a little bit easier tonight. Cavalcante is going to be transferred to a maximum security prison where he will continue to carry out his life sentence. But with that, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and watching this week's episode of This Just In and I hope to see you in the water soon.